Naomi, today we're going to talk about breastfeeding. Um, I specialized in pediatric feeding. I always say breastfeeding is natural, but it doesn't always come naturally. I think there's this perception that it's just going to come naturally and it's just going to happen. But there's a lot of challenges that can come with breastfeeding. We don't realize that the majority of moms have some sort of difficulty or some sort of struggle. At this point, are you taking any practical steps to prepare for breastfeeding? Look at what breastfeeding is supposed to look like. So how? what is a good latch? What is a poor latch? Some moms like to do uh, colostrum harvesting, but you have to be super careful with that because it can sort of trigger labor. And have you given any thought to your supplements? You know, a whole host of um, supplements or things that can help with, with milk supply. My my thoughts initially keep it as natural as possible. And then obviously we get our, our prescription medicines that can help boost milk supply. That for me would be my sort of last resort. Everyone has their own journey and that's exactly what it is. It's back with Let's Talk Baby and I'm Kath McGaw, I'm a pediatric dietitian and it's so lovely to be joined with Sammy um, and Sammy's our speech pathologist and feed-in therapist. Hi Sammy. Hi Kath, nice to chat again. Yeah, always lovely to do these chats. Um, sure, this is quite an exciting one today because we get to pick your brain in a field that you're very familiar with, not only are you working extensively in this field, but you also are going to be experiencing it in real life soon yourself. So that's yep. really exciting. <laughs> so just remind us, how far are you now in your pregnancy? So at the moment, I've just hit 25 weeks. Wow. And all going well. Everything's going well. Can't complain. Second trimester has been bliss compared to the first so yeah really not, I can't complain about about anything oh great so you're really having one of those textbooks pregnancies of the honeymoon phase now and yeah <laughs> long may it last let's see yeah. <laughs> we look forward to chatting to you when you're making house and home and busy doing cupboard cleaning and all that sort of thing I don't oh, know my word all the nesting all the nesting <laughs> So, Sammy, today we're going to talk about breastfeeding and kind of the journey towards breastfeeding. We obviously will do many more of these chats around breastfeeding, but for today, just really as a pregnant mom, I'm just going to be looking at what can you do to prepare and what are some of the things you need to be thinking about. But before we do that, just give us a moment to just explain your professional work and um, your qualifications. And just so that everyone can hear that this is something that's really close to your heart and something you are passionate about. It is, it is. So I am, my undergrad is a is a speech therapist, um, but I always joke because I'm a speech therapist who doesn't do any speech therapy. Um, I specialized in pediatric feeding. Um, so I am a, a SACLC lactation consultant um, and then also a neonatal therapist. So I work a lot with neonates and newborns and little babies and moms um, with everything feeding related. And a huge chunk of my daily work is helping moms with breastfeeding um, and overcoming breastfeeding challenges or just helping them prepare for breastfeeding. Um, I'm also I'm based predominantly in a neonatal ICU. Um, so I help those mommies with breastfeeding, which when having a child in 
the hospital or in the neonatal ICU comes with its own challenges. Um, mm. So yeah, I do a lot of a lot of breastfeeding. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. So that's like really going to prepare you for your future little baba. But we know I always say breastfeeding is natural, but it doesn't always come naturally. So yeah. there are some things that um, moms need to really think about and with their partners. I really think that partners mm. play such an important role in the success of breastfeeding. What Absolutely. stage in pregnancy do you think a mom should start thinking or a couple should start thinking about the idea of breastfeeding and start reading up about it or getting information mm. about breastfeeding? Look, I don't think there's a certain, uh, you know, time frame. I think any any time in pregnancy, you can start thinking about it, thinking about what's your feeding goals, whether you're wanting to breastfeed, if you are not wanting to breastfeed, um, if you're going to do a combination, and just start educating yourself on it. Because I think, like you said in the beginning, is you know, it's natural, and I think there's this perception that it's just going to happen. I'm not even going to think about it. It's one of those things with birth and 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 having a baby that's just going to come naturally and it's just going to happen but there's a lot of challenges that can come with breastfeeding and I think we don't realize that the majority of moms have some sort of difficulty or some sort of struggle you know it's not every mom has that like textbook baby's going to latch you have a full milk supply um, and so I think it's important that that parents educate themselves on breastfeeding um, and whether that's doing your own research and looking up um, I'd say evidence-based research because there's a lot of different blogs and opinions that can really co not concern you but worry you or if you do an antenatal classes I know that they also cover breastfeeding quite extensively and what to expect and um, how to prepare your body for breastfeeding and um, so I think yeah the more you can educate yourself um, the better and whether that's in your first trimester because you're really passionate about it whether it's closer towards the end of your pregnancy. Um, I don't think there's an exact time that you need to do it by, but obviously the more you educate yourself, the better. Mm. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I remember also with my first child, just not actually, um, I don't think we didn't, obviously at that time, he's 24, so <laughs> we yeah. didn't have all the social media and mm -hmm. um, Google, I think, was on it in its infancy. And so it really was at our antenatal classes that we really started thinking about it and at that time so like you say it doesn't really matter and then at the end of the day it's hands-on learning it's really one of those things that the practical you know experience of it is also going to teach you but it really is helpful to be empowered and also to have an idea in your head but like you say not kind of be flexible and allow you know allow yourself to to be flexible Absolutely. Um, at this point, are you taking any practical steps to prepare for breastfeeding? Um, and what kind of would be the top 10, or not 10, doesn't have to be 10, but the top <laughs> uh, preparation tips that you could give a new mom who's also pregnant and hoping to, um, you know, breastfeed during her yeah. pregnancy? So I think there's nothing at the moment for me that I'm doing specifically. I think it's also just because of the line of work that I'm in. Um, you know, there's a lot that I, I know already. But if I can think of, you know, a new uh, or a mommy to be that that doesn't have much breastfeeding experience or much breastfeeding knowledge, is 
again, educate yourself. So, you know, um, look at what breastfeeding is, is supposed to look like. So how, what is a good latch? What is a poor latch? What are the signs of a good latch versus a poor latch? Um, you know, how to build or maintain breast milk supply. Um, you know, what, what you can expect from breastfeeding. How, how long or how often is baby going to feed and what's normal, you know, versus what's not normal. So that, you know, by the time you reach that stage, um, you, you know, you know, when, when your baby does something a certain way or doesn't do something, um you prepared for it so I think you know that sort of preparation is key I would get a lactation consultant on board so I'd meet up with one um you know each each lactation consultant has their different recommendation of when to meet normally they like to do it antenatally before you give birth so you have that relationship um but I definitely have one on hand you know just for in case you struggle or um, you know, you're not sure of something, then you have that support. And um, so I would definitely have a have a lactation consultant number or contact on hand. Um, attending antenatal classes, like like we said previously, you know, there's obviously they touch on a lot of things there, but a, a big part of it is breastfeeding. So a lot of your education can come from there. Um, and then some, some moms like to do, uh, colostrum harvesting, which you can chat to a lactation consultant about. That needs to be done really carefully. So basically it's starting to express colostrum before, um, you give birth, but you have to be super careful with that because it can sort of trigger labor. So you don't want to do it too early. Um, that's something that I've thought about, but haven't really decided on, um, whether I would be doing that or not. Um, so that's in the back of my mind at the moment. Um, I might, so we actually starting an, our antenatal classes tonight, which is super exciting. And I might actually speak to, um, the, the lady who's running it and kind of just get her opinion of it as well. Um, so yeah, I think those would be my, my practical tips for a mommy to be, a, you know, with regards to breastfeeding. I really love that. I think meeting up with your lactation consultant beforehand, if it's something you want yeah. to do, is so helpful. Um, I also think it's really helpful to chat to the gynae and just to or midwife and uh, and understand the policy in the hospital um, oh, yeah. around breastfeeding because obviously every hospital has different ideas and thoughts and that and to get your head around it early on. And I just yeah. think as an encouragement both to you and other new moms to be is that I had my babies in different hospitals and some had amazing breastfeeding policies and others didn't. And I successfully managed to breastfeed them all, even when in one hospital they would just routinely give a formula. Um, yeah. And we had a fantastic breastfeeding journey, even though he had been exposed to formula. So it wasn't like yeah. the end of my world. And I just had to rest in and relax in the fact that this was a journey of you know getting it right and going for it and you know um so we do want them to respect our wishes and we do want them to do that but sometimes they have medical reasons why they need to do certain things so I think it is helpful exactly. to just have that conversation but also if you have a lactation consultant on board they can also kind of on the side guide you with how guide to have conversations uh, beforehand and during the time um which is is really helpful and and um good 
Um, what in your mind at the moment, what are you kind of got in, in plan with regards to managing your milk supply? And have you given any thought to your nutri- your supplements? Are you going to continue mm-hmm. with them? Um, what are, what are your thoughts around that? So, I mean, also within the line of work that I'm in, I know that there's, you know, a whole host of um, sort of galactagogues, which are what we call supplements or things that can help with with milk supply. Um, my, My thought initially is, you know, to keep it as natural as possible, especially through nutrition. So to make sure, you know, I'm covered from a nutritional standpoint, you know, eating all my veg and even, you know, looking at this, there's some wonderful resources on sort of um, breast milk boosting foods. Um, so I, I almost feel keep it, you know, to the source before going and adding other things almost prematurely that you might not need. So for me, I, you know, I'm going to sort of or hope to have my, my milk supply maintained with a really good diet and plenty of water, because that's something that we always tell our mommies as a first line of call, because if that's not in place, then, you know, there's, there's no point in going and, and adding supplements. Um, and then having said that, you know, if if I find that I do need a little bit of a boost, um, there's more natural supplements that you can get um, that are quite readily available. Things like your lactation tea that you can get at the skim, mm-hmm. um, you know, those types of things that, that, are not, you know, a, a medicine that I, I almost feel can't do too much harm that you could always add in. Um, but that for me would be like a second line of call. And then obviously we get our, our prescription medicines that can help boost milk supply. And that's something that you can chat to your gynae about. And that, that for me would be my sort of last resort. Um, and then, you know, whether I have access to a breast pump and it's something that, um, the mommies in the NICU that I work with use a lot and there's something called power pumping, um, which also helps to build a milk supply. Um, you know, it's not necessary to now go and buy a pump just so that you can then build your milk supply. But if you have one and you're planning to pump, that's also something that, that can work. So yeah, I think there's different things that are in place. Obviously I hope not to use any of them and just to have naturally um, adequate milk supply. And I think first you know, first off, that's going to come from a good diet and and keeping hydrated. So that would be my plan, and hopefully, hopefully it works. <laughs> yeah, but I think I love what you're saying. It's like that's that would be first line, but there mm. are alternatives, and there are is further help. And I think that's always important. Mm-hmm. Is at the end of the day, there's always something out there that you can be helped with. And obviously, in future chats and podcasts, we'll talk more in depth around breast milk and challenges around mm. that and um, things that obviously you can do or not do or challenges when your baby is struggling with your breast milk, you know, things. Yeah. Like, have you given any thought to what role Matt, your husband, is going to play in this? Yeah. Have you chatted with him about it? Is, is it a topic you've discussed? Is he keen on breastfeeding? Is he keen on you breastfeeding the baby? Yeah. You know? Is there a yeah, so I think... Yeah, I think I think again, given the line of work that I'm in, um, I actually always laugh because Matt um has gotten so used to me helping moms or chatting to them 
And in the background, sometimes he'll pipe, uh, pipe up and say, no, no, just tell her to check her latch or, <laughs> or, or just tell her she must drink more water. So he's, I think, got more knowledge of breastfeeding than I think your your average dad to be would. But naturally, because he's quite exposed to just the, the, the talk and education and there's been many a, uh, like a... Uh, not a conference, but a, a course that I've attended that's running on in the background. So mm-hmm. I, I think he is already quite sort of educated in breastfeeding. And, um, you know, it's definitely something that that we have decided that we want to do. Um, you know, that, that my goal is to, to breastfeed. Um, we haven't really decided about introducing bottles and when we'd like to do that. I know that he is keen to do like a night bottle just to give me a little bit of a break. Um, we haven't really chatted about his role in breastfeeding as yet. You know, um, I'm very lucky to have a very supportive husband. So I know that, you know, he'll be as supportive as what he can. I know a lot of dads with breastfeeding feel quite like hopeless and a bit, you know, sort of, well, what's my place or what do I do or how do I help? Um, but I think it's so simple things like just making sure mom's comfortable bringing her um, some water or some snacks um, or, you know, helping in the middle of the night with the baby, maybe doing the nappy change and then passing baby over to mom. Um, so, you know, just doing sort of the the external things that can just wow. help, help support mom. Mm-hmm. And I know that my sister-in-law said that breastfeeding for her was very sort of isolating. She felt very alone. We should have to, you know, if it was a social thing, should have to go to the room and, and go breastfeed. Um, and so I think it's also just realizing that that it is, you know, can be quite lonely and just being there as like a presence and checking in on mom and saying, you know, are you okay? Um, mm. And just being that support is really important. Mm, I love that. And I think it's so helpful to have that conversation with dad to say, you might not be able to actually breastfeed. Um, yes, he can definitely do the odd express bottle, which is wonderful. Um, but you know, if, if you can support me in these ways and it might look different for every, every, um, situation, you know, even Mm. I remember with, with my husband was just managing guests and managing visitors, Mm. you know, understanding the breastfeeding schedule and routine and actually, you know, visitors would come and needing to go to the room. And kind of mm. feeling a bit awkward and, and kind of for your partner just to champion that that mm. process and to go, you know, we're just going to go into the room to breastfeed, but please just hang around and have your tea yeah. and chat and it will be back just now. So just to, like you say, you know, just be that kind of protection and that 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 person who can just kind of gatekeep. For, yeah. for the breastfeeding journey and just allowing it to be the best journey that it can actually be. Um, yeah, Absolutely. we just we, we're coming out of time, and I think there's been some amazing, valuable information. Um, just your last one second, ten second um, encouragement to moms who are preparing for this journey. So I think educate yourself. Um, get in touch, like we said, with your, your, your different providers, whether it's a lactation consultant or even your gynae. Um, and just know that every, everybody's breastfeeding journey is different. So if you educate yourself, you know what to look out for and what's right and what's not right. Um, and that it can come naturally. And if it does, amazing and, and wonderful. 
but also it can be very difficult and a really challenging um, time for you and your newborn. So if that is the case, you know, get in touch with your your support system and get the help. It doesn't mean that breastfeeding is not, you know, just not for you. There is a help there and there's many, many resources um, that can help with your breastfeeding journey and to make it a happy one. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And I think it is, it's just, a, it is a wonderful journey, a wonderful idea um, and something we really encourage. And on Let's Talk Baby, we're very, very pro breastfeeding, um, but we're yeah. also very pro a happy mom and a healthy baby. And there are other ways and many ways to achieve that. So Absolutely. I think as much as we are totally pro the breastfeeding journey, um, everyone has their own journey and that's exactly what it is and there's many ways to achieve the, the good nutrition that your baby needs so Absolutely. yeah thanks so much Sammy and look forward to our thanks, next Kat. chat and yep. thanks everyone for joining us today at Let's Talk Baby and we'll see you next time yeah bye. see you soon bye